Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Joe and Tom. Tonight's episode is a sad tale of two men battling their inner demons. One buying Funko Pops, the other buying absorbent mounts of board games. Neither man has the free time to enjoy either hobby, but they overcome and rally to play board games and bring that joy to you, the listeners, with the newest episode of the podcast. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. And today we're going to talk about the games we played, the games we acquired. Or things we yeah, acquired. Yeah, the arrivals. Yes. Uh, the winners for, or the winner for Herbalism. Yep. A Our updated uh, rating scale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yep. updated that a little bit. Yes, we did. We changed a little bit. Should be kind of fun. Um, and then we're going to do some giveaways and... Uh, yeah, we're just going to chat it up. Yeah, we haven't done this for a little while because I think for a little bit we were, I think we had Mother's Day or something was in there. Well, it was just been really busy. It's been busy. Yep. Busy working, busy. Do appreciate all the emails. Yeah, thank you. So we have uh, several several listeners that uh, emails. One, wondered where we were. So yeah, yeah, we had uh, quite quite nice to read that well, stuff. And, so and they care about us. Technically, we did a podcast a week ago. <laughs> I think it was a week ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Technically. We, we we performed a podcast. It was a great podcast. It was a really good podcast. It might have been, I think, maybe the best podcast we've ever done. Yes. Yeah. And no one will ever know. Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't record it. Yes. So we <laughs> didn't I, do the podcast. I hit record, but unfortunately, I double tapped it, and so, therefore, it recorded and stopped. <laughs> yeah. You missed <laughs> so, a good one, folks. You yeah. You missed a good one. Um, but, you know, we're back. Yeah, so we're here. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks a lot. And mm-hmm. we're done. Okay. Have okay, a good no. No, <laughs> Okay, so... Why Start with we... acquisitions? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You probably acquired some games. I did. Uh, I have a habit. Yeah. And yeah. it sounds like you're going to get a habit again because uh, you're getting possibly. sucked back into Kickstarter. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> okay. So I I did the Inside Up um, Stimulus Buy. They had a deal where... You bought games, and then they gave, I think it was 10% to a local uh, game personality, store, whatever, of your choosing. And so I ordered uh, like $200, dollars worth of games, but it was Canadian money, so it oh, didn't cost nice. me as much. So it was so, like $180. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was really affordable for what I got. So I ended up getting uh, Seven Souls. Which uh, looks interesting. That's a, a pretty meaty board game box. Um, and then I got a Summit with the two expansions. And that's that a large board game yeah. box. That, that one I really want to play. So, And that come with the expansion of Two Teams and Yeti. Oh. Yes. Uh, then we I also picked up a couple copies of Gorus Maximus. Yeah. Uh, the deluxe versions. So it's got the gold... Uh, foil border on the oh, cards. Oh, and the really nice cards, yeah. Yeah. A, and it came, like a plasticky uh, yeah. type card. 
Yep. And I gave, fancy gave you one cards. copy yep. of that. So that's, so. that's one of my acquired. And it, it came with a cool, um, so on the, on the card that, that tells you which, uh, Trump is active, you use the gladiator sword to signal that. And so that's very, that's very pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and then I got vault assault, which I don't know much about that one other than it was part of the package. Yeah. These are all from inside up games. And then I ended up acquiring Everdell, which is which a was a local game. acquisition. Yep, that's one that I and we finally started. played. Yep, it's one I kickstarted uh, a few years ago, I think, a couple years ago. Uh, then I got Quacks of Quedlinburg. I also own that I with bought, the fancy with, bits. Bought the fancy bits for it, which cost as much or maybe even a little more than the game. Yes, but I think they're well worth it. Oh yeah! Oh yes. my God, they're worth it. Yeah, so pretty. He'll never touch them. No, I've played with them before, actually. Oh, my. Yeah. So oh my. And in fact, I'll bring it over here because I think that's one that uh, Amanda would like. I think Randy would do okay with it. Oh, my. Yeah, so <laughs> it should be kind of fun. Uh, and then I picked up Dice Throne, the deluxe Great edition. Game. God, I love that game. Yep, I played that with you a couple times. Yep. It's a nice scrimmage game. You got the, the the first, basically the first box. Yeah, the championship which edition, which came six, the first season. Six different, um, six different factions. Yep. It's an asymmetrical card-based dice-based game. Really pretty dice. Really pretty dice. Just a really cool little skirmish game. And then I just picked up from Kim Chai yep. a board game, which I kickstarted. Which we just did an unboxing for. We did an unboxing for it. So check that out on Facebook. It was unboxing live. Um, when I kickstarted it, I kickstarted it the deluxe edition. I think so did Kim, but she also kickstarted it to get a couple of other edition, couple of copies of the retail yep. edition. So, and that's uh, oh wow. Awesome, really beautiful looking game. Fancy, fancy bits, uh, kind of like the Azul tiles, a little bit smaller, um, but it's that acrylic tile to it, and then uh, some metal coins. Yep. And game trays. Yeah, from Game Trays, the yep. Game Trays company. So. So very, very cool. Uh, we're hoping to play that one next Saturday. Yeah, hopefully we'll do that one. So, uh, my acquires. Well, I got the uh, uh, Goris Maximus. Yeah. Deluxe edition. With cool sword to indicate who and the uh, promo and the promo card. Yeah, what was the promo? Is, I don't uh, remember. The man bear pig. Yeah, man bear pig. <laughs> Super serial. Super serial. Everything. Yeah, it's a it's funny. We haven't played with that, but it was part of the expansion. And then my other acquisitions were not game related. Uh, they were Funko Pop related. Um, I did finally pick up Doc Holiday, and I ordered wider, but haven't gotten it yet. Um, but I did get. Quite a number, actually. You got Arnold Palmer, didn't you? I did. I got Arnold Palmer. I was just going to look him up and see here what I got. So, oops, did that already. Because um, I took pictures of him. So let me see here. Uh, there we go. I got Guy Fieri. He's one of the pop uh, icons. I bought the Green Hornet and Kato 2-pack. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, I got Arnold Palmer to go along with my Jack Nicholas. Picked up... Uh, oops, got to get two of those. Picked up uh, Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore in the fight from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> That's cool. It's a two-pack. I got, like I said, Doc Holliday. I got the Fanta Clown ad icon. I picked up Edgar Allan Poe, the Good Luck Trolls pink troll with rainbow body, and James Brown. All right. So, yeah. So, I, I have some issues. And then Animal House, I got Bluto. Uh, and then I'm... Oh, and then I got Larry Bird Magic Johnson. I think I talked about those last time, so... But yeah, so I picked up a few Funko Pops. That's kind of my acquires. And you painted oh, yeah. the dragon for our Clank Legacy. We've been playing Clank Legacy Acquisitions Incorporated, and 
soon as I saw that dragon, I had a vision in my head of how the dragon should look. So I asked Joe if I could take it home and paint it. He said, go ahead. And I got her done because I was on vacation last week. Don't want to talk about why. It makes me sad. Um, well, he was supposed to go to Geekway to go to and then Geekway, Geekway to the West, which is where we're supposed to be right now. <laughs> we would have we would have done our podcast probably from there. We would have on like a Saturday evening or something. We could have yep. done. Well, I actually had through Monday off, so I Did would have you? been there for the first time. You I would have been, been there, there all Sunday. the way through the convention. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and then they cancel it. So next next year, expect good things from us from Geekway to the West, but. Try and get some interviews with people that we know that we've met there a few times, and it'd just be a lot of fun. So, yep. Anyway, those are my acquisitions. It was uh, hardly game related, but it was pop related. So, yeah, Geekway the West. That's uh, a bummer. It is. I was, was planning on being in the fences tournament. Yep. I would have uh, because you, you're in the fences. Yeah, you're in the fences. <laughs> just I show this, up with my cowboy hat on. I think this was the year that I was going to win the diamond tournament because I've played in that every year I've been there. And, I've yet to win it, but this year, darn it, I felt like I was going to win it. So Yeah. Oh, well. We could play, and then you could, could. beat me, and yeah, then, then you'd be like, I, I like won. I did. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, I did do my traditional first meal in St. Louis at Denny's, but it was here in Sioux Falls. Oh. Uh, otherwise, I, and I wore a Geekway shirt a couple days. You did? And other than that, it was not the That's same. right. You had one on yesterday, didn't I you? I did, yeah. yeah. I had my Geekway from last year. I think it was last year's yep. shirt. So sad. You started crying a little bit. I did. Just, it does suck. I mean, that was no, I was really, really looking forward to that convention. Yeah, it's a very fun convention. I honestly highly recommend it. Look into it for next yep. year. St. Charles, St. Missouri, Charles, Missouri, St. Louis suburb. It's uh, it was like sixty five bucks for the ticket. Well, mine for was a four day. Little more well, than that. You went with a patron, patron but yeah. and I'm, I'll be a patron next year because yep. I kept my patron status. But yep. uh, and you just get a few extra stuff when you do the patron. Plus, you have an opportunity to stay in the hotel the convention's at. Yep. That's a little more expensive than I wanted, and I I've always stayed at the Roadway Inn. I think the first year that you and I went, we're supposed to go, yep. and I only went. You'd gotten reservations at the yep. Roadway and transferred them to me, and it's a pretty standard motel. Yeah, but it's a place to sleep and then get up, and it's yeah, less it's than seven, really cheap, less than ten minutes away from the convention. So, but I found you found the other one. I found the other good. one after. So I've stayed with you the first year, year I went with it. Yeah. So it'll be your second year. And uh, I stayed in that one. That one was not bad. It was it was no, a room. it's not terrible. Um, but then the third year, which would be my second year, yep, you uh, and Jess I went. went with Jess. Yep, and then we went to because uh, you went to Roadway Inn. I went and Roadway I went, again. Uh, I can't think of what the. I, I can't went, think of it it's, it's across. It's on the same road as the convention hall. Yeah, and I like that because you can just shoot you down that, could, yeah. that road, and you got Walmart there. And then you go go a little farther, and then you've got the convention. Barnes and Noble. So, yeah, it's, it's it's just a little more convenient for me, and it was only a few dollars more. And I didn't feel like rooms. I was going to get murdered either. Yeah, slightly nicer rooms. <laughs> yeah, because we had the weird bike guy. Yeah, we did. He uh, was just yelling year. at nobody. That and was then there. my the next year after that, <laughs> that was the year that uh, the door wouldn't open. Oh, I couldn't that's get right. it open. Yep. Uh, luckily, I couldn't. The year we went, we couldn't. It wouldn't latch wouldn't all the latch. way. Yeah. We finally got it to latch, and they showed us how to do it. But yeah. it's like, well, there shouldn't be a secret. No, there shouldn't it should be. Just be it should just Seems like this door has been kicked lock. in a few too many times. Yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't a murder room. That's one. Yeah, that's true. It was not Minneapolis. No. So that was, was a that was a bad room. <laughs> that was a bad room. Um, but yeah, time. I mean, it's it's a great convention. Uh, we've met quite a few cool people down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we met the... Um, Tom Vassell. Yeah, we met Tom Vassell. We met uh, Stephen Bonacore. You yep. yelled at him, and you're a monster. I did. The Undead Viking. Um, <laughs> yep, Undead there. Viking. Uh, we we met the 
the owners of Playco Games. Yep, that was they're, they're really, really awesome. Nice folks. Mike and uh, I'm drawing a blank. I have two. But <laughs> we met both of them. Yeah. Um, Colin Adams. Oh yeah, yeah. from uh, Bearded Board Games. Cool guy. Yep. And we just met met a lot of cool people. Yeah, down just there. Uh, the vendors were all very very personable. The people. And the, the coolest thing about that game is you'll walk along the aisles if you don't have anything set up to play, and you'll see somebody with a sign that says, want to play games, or looking for player, or looking for teacher. Deanna from Playco Games. There you go, yeah. I was um, but, you know, so, so you can, and if it's a game that you wanted to play, you can go up to them and say, hey, I'd be willing to play, or oh, if yeah. you know how to play the game. Like, I think the first year I was there, I knew how to play uh, uh, Terraforming Mars, and the people that I was playing with or that had the sign out and had no idea how to play it. So basically I ended up having to teach them how to play Terraforming Mars. And that was kind of neat. And then I remember meeting a guy, an older gentleman, a guy older than me, which is hard to find, and a woman who had literally had a baby, I think, the week before, who was there because her husband was in the Army and she was by herself and she had this little newborn baby that she brought with her. And we played uh, the game with the marbles, the uh, where you're making potions. Oh, potion Explosion. Potion Explosion, yeah. Yep. That's the first place I ever played Potion Explosion. The three of us all kind of learned it together, along with a tiny, crying, weak-old baby. But the weak-old baby was cool, so. Yeah. It taught us a lot of the rules, actually. Yeah, so, and yeah. won the And game. did end up winning the game. Yep. That was sad, but anyway. So that's acquisitions, a little bit about Geekway. Want to get into what we played? Do you want to cry a little bit? No, I've got the crying is out. Okay. I mean, I'd be heading home tomorrow morning, so. I have next week off, but I also yeah. have to go in and work. Well, that's that's not much of a vacation. <laughs> so, uh, I do all my office work in the morning, and then deliver all the new customer carts, and then pick up whoever didn't pay their bills, nope. and then uh, hopefully I get, get to go home. Early. Yep, and go get off early, and then I've got some projects around the game room, and I've got some projects around the house. I plan on redoing our bathroom upstairs. Oh, nice. So maybe by next Saturday when you come over here, you'll see a whole new uh, deal in game room and the bathroom. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yep. I don't think I'll have more much more time than that to just try to get through this and then the inside, but do some little cleaning and stuff like that. Yeah. I always try to do that when I'm when I'm home and everyone else is You guys can see this around. game room, though. It's pretty incredible. So. Yeah, I spend a lot of time and effort on this. Yeah. So yeah. I do like having people over. It's pretty neat. Um. But that's my week looking forward. So I, I'm going to be up at 3 in the morning tomorrow. Because oh, I did not go in today. Well, but good. that means I have to go in super early tomorrow, put all the new customers in and whatnot. So. And I have to actually start working again tomorrow. So. Yep. There you, you go. Are you be okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Are you sure? I might cry a little you, on my way to look work. You look like you're crying right now. I'm, I'm a little bit. Yep. <laughs> on my way to work, I might cry, but I'm going to have to suck it up before I get there. So. Yeah. Anyway. So that's yep. uh, yeah. if you could give Tom a hug through the microphone right now, that'd be great. Oh, I can feel it. Thank you. <laughs> Ghost hugs are the best. Ghost hugs are the best. You know, Tom, I have been really hungry for some sweets lately. Oddly, so have I. Wonder where we could get some really good, tasty sweets. I heard of a local bakery, a homemade bakery. That's in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, called Tana's Tasty Treasures. Well, that sounds real good. What kind of things do they offer? Well, they have assorted cookies, muffins, bars, crisps, breads, cake pops, and a lot of other special goodies. Nice. Now, since we're not in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, how would we go about getting some of this stuff? 
Well, you could drive 10 miles from Two Rivers and then she'll deliver to you. Well, there you go. That would be one way to do it. But that'd be only for orders over $50 and then it's sure. a $5 delivery charge. How would I go about finding these trees and what specifically she might have? Well, you can go to Facebook and you can order online at Facebook or you can call her directly at 920-374-0223. And on Facebook it would be under Tana's Tasty Treats? Tana's Tasty Treasures. Treasures. I'm going to have yes. to look that up. Uh, they offer curbside pickup and um, cash and credit orders. Nice. So it sounds like it's kind of a full-service place. Yes. Hands Tasty Treasures. Yep. A lot of homemade goodies. All right, so why don't we just go into what we played in the last few weeks. Sounds good. So first thing was... A very cool surprise. Um, I had gotten to see this earlier on when he first acquired it. Yep. But this was the first time you got to see it, and yeah. you never got to play the original game, I the, did small not, version. I did so, not play the small version. And that was Giant River Dragons. And the mat is basically uh, kind of a silky, satiny material. Yeah, and it's probably and it covered a little bit more than by four. Five, I yeah. Think. Five well, by if, five square, five foot by five foot square, somewhere. Yep. or maybe four and a half by five or something. But it like just that. barely went over the edges yeah. of this table. But yeah, it would be a four and a half comfortably, yep. which is a long distance to reach across. Oh yeah, but it's but, really pretty too. Yes. Um. So you get these awesome giant meeples, I guess. Uh, yeah, They're, that's the only thing I can. Think meeples are as a universal te- terminology for your player the wooden person. player people. Yeah. Um. So you get these. They're. Uh, I, uh, Girls and guys of Chinese the Chinese, yeah. yeah. And so one's wearing dresses and the other one's wearing pants. The only thing I can kind of liken them to, if you've seen the uh, the nesting dolls, they yes. kind of look a little like that, but it's just they don't nest. But it's Chinese. just one size, and they're probably maybe three inches around by two and a half or three inches high. Or two and a half oh, no. inches round by three inches high. I don't think they're bigger than that. They're more like five, yeah. five six inches. They're, they're about that big. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, they were they were they were pretty chunky, very hefty. And then you've got these wooden planks that are quite long as well. And you've got the six different, one is like sixteen inches. And then yeah, down to maybe four. You have six different lengths, and you cannot. I and mean, you've got cards, normal size cards, though. Yep. And you you play cards in rocks. a certain order, and then you reveal them one at a time. So if you play them in an order that you did not mean to, oh, yeah. you can kind of hose your whole turn. Yeah, but it's you, kind of a you play a card called a river dragon, and that negates one person's turn. So you play that color river dragon, and that negates the other person's turn. Yeah. So you can kind of hose them a little bit, especially if they're moving and they placed a, uh, well, a plank. Their, yeah, it cancels. Their and then card. they move the next turn, and then they end up in the water, and they got to go all the so, way back. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and the idea is to get from your side of the river across to the space right across from your your spot. I ended up winning the first game. I remember that. It was just, I thought it was a great game. It was a lot of fun. Well, so what would you rate that one? Uh, let me see the scale again here. I think I was looking at that, and it's probably a Smoke and Joe, a number four. We should probably talk about the new uh, yes. scale. I, I would also that. agree with the Smoke and Joe, though. Okay. But we, we redid our, our rating scale a little bit. So we've got a minus 10, <laughs> <laughs> and we call that the Island Dice. That's because it's not a game at all. Yes, not a game. That's so, why it's minus 10. Then we've got the one, which is a Joe Blow, which is just... <laughs> It's a bad game. I don't want to play it. You don't want to play it. Yeah, we just tried so, it because somebody said, let's try this game. We did. Yep. Not going to play that one again. A Joe Mama is not a great game. 
It's not really a good game, but you'll play it if someone needs a player. Yeah, and maybe not, maybe not. Yeah. Um, that's one of those games, I mean, yeah, yeah. more than likely I would not play that even if, I mean, if it was the only game somebody was playing and they needed five players, I might And they were say, threatening your life? Yeah, I'll play. Okay. Yeah, but beyond that, I probably would not. Uh, three is an average Joe. That's, that's us. That's the definition to me of a game that I would play again because maybe it's going to get better. Yep. And maybe I liked the game, but I didn't play it very well. So I want to try to play it again so I can see if I can do better. It's just a good game. It's an average Joe. If it stays at average Joe, it stays at average Joe. I might play yep. it again, might not. Four is a smoking Joe. Yeah, that's a good game. Yep, that's it's a very good game. You like it, you'll play it when it gets to the table. Yep. It's not a fantastic game, but it's a good enough game that it's one of your favorites. Yep, and it's a may or may not buy game depending on how many other people I know who have it. Yep. A five is a Joe-tacular. Joe-tacular. It's that's just a great game. A great game that I would more than likely buy no matter who has it. Yep. Chai and then now we have a number six. Yep. And we don't know if we'll ever have a number six. We don't know. But it is the greatest game you have ever played. It's it a, is a Joe Almighty. Quite honestly, <laughs> the one game that I, I would maybe put at Joe Almighty and that's in my collection right now is Euphoria. Ooh. I mentioned that that's my probably all-time favorite game at this point. Uh, I really like it. Terraforming Mars would probably be maybe a, between a Joe Tackett and a Joe Almighty Wow. Because I really like that game as well. You know, seeing that you like that game very much, I think you should write Stephen Bonacore an apology letter. I'm not going to. Because <laughs> I wasn't yelling at him about the game. I was no. yelling about him about the marketing of the game. Yeah, don't market your games. Don't market your games just the way it. that makes sense. But yeah, it doesn't just, just expect them to sell. You're screwing local game stores. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I told him. And he knew. He knows that. He knew how I felt. He has no idea who I am. You realize that. Yeah. He's seen me three times probably at... at but, Geek hey, Way. next year when he sees you... At, I made at, I made an impression the last year. I will admit next that. Next year when he sees you at Geekway, oh, he's just going to walk up well, and he's going to slap the mustache off your face. Okay. <laughs> In his defense, though, when I bought that bike game, which I can't remember the name of... Uh, Flam Rouge? Flam Rouge. Yeah. Which I thought I was buying the game. Yep. And, and I, I pointed out bought an extension. Pointing, yeah. He let me return the extension. Yeah. He's a very so cool guy. He's pretty he's cool. A very cool he's guy. a very cool guy. Markets his yep. game, and he actually of, did have a really good reason. No, it's not for, a good reason, but he had a reason that made sense. Yes, I just don't. It think is a very good. large amount of money to to it's, do a large print run. No, he's basically what he told me was he's basically marketing the game. That's it's and and pre it's pre order. Well, it is, but also you have to, he he explained in one of his podcasts that he has you have to dish down fifty grand to do a large order Which like they, that. It's a pocket money to them. It's pocket change I to those guys. I don't know about it that. Is. If you realize how much Terraforming Mars is sold, yes, it was for a long a lot time. Of copies. It was for a long time the number one game on Board Game Geek. And I think it's been in the top five. What's number it, one now? I don't know what's number one. I haven't paid attention. Pandemic Legacy. I have figures. But I, I want to say Terraforming Mars was on that list at number one for a very long amount of time. Well, if there was only a way to find <laughs> out... <laughs> Either way, I mean, Kickstarter, it is a marketing Yeah, it's deal. become, but that's not how it was initially no, started. No, but and things change, evolve. Granted, and board games seems to have taken over Kickstarter. I don't know what percentage of Kickstarter things are board games now, but... And we're I don't probably, think that much. We're probably a little biased because that's what we do. That's what for. we do, so that's yeah. what we look for. You don't go out there and look at pillows. No, I did look at watches once. And See? But there's a ton on Kickstarter. It's just yeah. we generate towards the board games. Right. So, True. So there is a lot of games out there. There's video yeah. games and whatnot. So and that actually but, could be number one. Could be video games. But you were like you were too. looking at Kickstarter here. Just yeah, a, I was. a few minutes ago. Well, okay. So we mentioned that Chai came out the yeah. two game. 
And I backed that on Kickstarter. It's one of the last games I backed on Kickstarter. And now what I've discovered is that they are putting out a, a an expansion. It'll be one of your first. <laughs> which may be putting me back into the Kickstarter treadwheel. So we'll see. I don't know. Because it doesn't look like it's a deluxe edition of the... So I might not. Kind of looked at it and I thought, well, I'll have to look at it when I get home. And if I decide to, I'll let you know and then I'll eat a piece of humble pie. Oh, the humble. <laughs> the humble pie. <laughs> so there we go. So that's our new scale. I don't mind Kickstarter. I don't mind, I don't mind ordering from the, the, the actual board yeah. game manufacturer. Yeah, the, like their companies. Like AG, I've ordered uh, Santa Monica straight yeah. through them. So you got to support a little bit of everything. Yeah, you do. You know, if you, you support do. just strictly the go- local game stores, eventually you're going to have some of the board game companies probably go out because they're not getting the money that they need to pay for the artists. Well, yeah, that's that's so who the Kickstarter. You try to spread it around a little bit. A little bit. Yep. But Tom, no. I prefer <laughs> I prefer the local game store. I'm not a big fan of the box, the big box stores. That Walmart. Are, yeah, yeah, basically for for that kind of thing. Um. And Barnes and Noble's another one, but they do get some pretty cool exclusives. Though. They do, but I still will pass on those for the most part. Yeah, I, uh, where do you get all your Funkos from? Most of those are from online. Online where? Funko Shop <laughs> or Amazon. A lot of them come from Amazon, but Funko Shop generally. What's well, just directly from Funko? Yeah, see, but you're supporting them. Good I job am. for Funko. I am. Yes, yeah. and then Amazon. That's a huge box oh, store. Yeah. yeah, I don't buy a lot of games from Amazon though. So. That's I don't. I don't typically do it unless I can't get it anywhere else. Right. And that's also an exception. Yeah. If it's something I can't find somewhere else. But their two-day shipping is no, okay, not no. even close to two-day shipping. Well, the, okay, so one of the Funko Pops I got from was from Walmart. The Doc Holiday, in fact, was from Walmart. Yeah, I saw was, that. How does a, that work? It was a same-day deal. Or no, not same-day. It was a pickup in-store. And it has a sticker on it that says Walmart exclusive. Yeah. Yet I have the same one that says a Target exclusive. So I don't know. So it's works. not really exclusive. <laughs> the yeah, sticker well, is. Yeah, and I think mine is him holding two guns, and I think yours has something different on it's, it. It's he's holding the cup. Yeah, that's the that's Oh, the so there's exclusive. a... Di- oh, now I have to get that. Yeah. Because yeah, the one You're I have has got two guns. Yeah. And I, is, he, is he wearing a hat in yours? Yeah. No. I can't see. I don't, I don't think he is. I don't think no, he's wearing a hat he, from one No, of he's not. Suit. That's Yeah, my guy's wearing that's a That's where he's got, he's got the tuberculosis really bad, Yeah, and he's holding the cup. Yeah, I think he's. I've got the hat on mine, and I can actually look oh, at it again. See, now I, I have to get that, and you, again, are a monster. I know. I tend to be that yep. way. Uh, let's see. So oh, and I did get, I got a cool uh, gamer mug from yes. Wild Bill's Soda. Yeah, he's got the hat on. Oh, yeah, you are a monster. Okay, I'll have to order that now. Um, but... I got uh, the cool double insulated, double barrel oh, yeah. mug yeah. that says I'm your Huckleberry on it. Yep. It has Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so very cool. Um, I found that on Facebook as well and Instagram. And it That's... seems like as soon as I clicked on it, it was like everywhere I looked. <coughs> okay, did I send you – okay, I, I buy a lot of stuff from Village Hat Shop too. That's the other place I buy stuff okay. for. I'm a hat guy. Did I send you the link to the, the Kepi, the Civil War Kepi? No. The, okay, I thought I had. It was just, I, I think I maybe just made a post that said, I want to buy this for some reason. And it's, you know, a, a Union Soldiers Kepi field hat. Yep. And I've always wanted one of those. They're really, I think they're cool. Well, here's the problem. Now, every time I get an ad on Facebook, it's a damn Kepi hat. Oh, From see? not just Village Hat Shop, but there's a couple other places that must sell them, too. Yep. It's like, really? I'd it's still spying to, on you. They'd still go to Village Hat Shop, but. Buy because, me, Tom. Yeah, probably I will. All right, so the next game. We bought or played 
was Santa Monica which you from AG you Games. Purchased from AG. Yep. Yeah, that, I liked that game. Oh, that was such a fun game. And I actually played it again last night with Kim. Yeah. So a two player game. Uh it was it was good, but I, I liked playing it with more players. Yeah, that's a game that I think because we played it with three when you and I and, and Randy, right? Okay. Yep. So I think and I think we even mentioned at the time we played it, it might be more fun with four players mm-hmm. because you have a little more tension in regard to what cards are there and what right. aren't. So I can imagine with two players you didn't have as much tension in that regard. But Not so maybe much. Some. But I like the game quite it's a bit. It's very quick. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice little tableau building game with a little area control or movement. I, not really area control, but movement and yeah. trying to trying to get you want to get your people tourists, to this particular area and your VIPs to certain areas. Yeah, so it's got a few mechanics in it that are kind of fun to mix together. Um, uh, resource management is part of it. It's just kind of a neat little game. I liked it quite a bit. It was thick with theme. I, yeah, I absolutely thematic. loved very the artwork thematic. and the theme to it. Yeah, it just it was very cool. I loved the pieces. The artwork is very cool. Um, the yep. fact that you're building your boardwalk and your beach. Yep. It just. I think very you cool. got slapped around in that game, if I remember correctly. You did. Yeah. It yep. was, but it was still fun. Uh, it was a very simple rule set. Yep. Very straightforward. Um, the only thing that I. I didn't have an issue with it. I just thought it was pointless was the score pad. Yeah, I didn't get the score pad. Uh, the iconography on the score, score pad was a little wonky. Didn't match up with anything in the no. game. And I even went online after we got done playing it to find playthroughs to see if anybody could explain the score pad. They never did. Yeah, and there's nothing in the rule book. There's nothing in the rule book that explains it. it. Makes no sense. But other than that, it was a great game. It, I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It tells you how to score the game, but it doesn't yeah. tell you how to use the score pad to score the game. Yeah, so we just we really used weird. the board game decap. The, yeah, we didn't use the score pad. Yep. So I gave that one a Smoking Joe. Yeah, I'm a Smoking Joe on that one, too. I that really like that fun. one. And I would have tried to play it last night, but I was otherwise occupied, so couldn't. Okay, uh, the next game was Deep Blue I from Days game. of Wonder. And I really liked this one, too. I had played this previous to us playing it uh, with a group of uh, another group of friends that I play games with. Wait, you have friends? I do. Weirdly. Oh, my goodness. I know. You are one. There are others. But we play, and in fact, Kim actually played this same game and bought it. Anyway, well, that was the point of the story. We played the game. I think it was five of us that played the game. The guy who brought the game didn't play it. He basically just... No, he did play it. Never mind. He was one of the five. Um, but what happened was after we got done playing the game, we played it twice, right in a row, is two people, because he only had two copies left in his store, bought those two copies. I chose not to buy it. and I, I could have probably bought it before Kim did, because she had to go get her money, and I was there with my money. But then Brian pointed out to me that you're going to know three people with this game. Mm-hmm. Said, oh, okay, then I don't have to buy it. Yep. I still might just because it's one of those. Like I said, we, we decided it was a smoking Joe. So that's in that maybe buy because I liked it that much game range. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I thought the pieces were just the pieces awesome. Were really The good. little yeah. boats that you got that, or ships. Very, good, very um, nice looking boats. You had the dive whistle. That was that your was dive marker. Cool. Yeah. You had the uh, the tiles are very well done. Yes. The artwork on the tiles is pretty good. The artwork on the cards is really unique, I think, and very interesting and thematic. Yeah. Just a really all-around good game. You use your cards to move. You have to, you have to choose to use your cards to either move or purchase. And then in the game, when you do a dive, you have to you have to decide what you want to keep in your hand so you can play them out for points. Right. It's so a, you can negate the the water ha- or the air yeah, hazards, the hazards and the, or the sea or, monster hazards, or, and also to pick up treasures. And it's it's really 
a nice little bit of tension to decide, well, I want to move, but if I move, I won't have this card for this. Right. Or I want to, uh, I have to protect myself from the monster, so I got to keep this. It's just really cool. The only flaw that I, I felt in the game was the fact that you could kind of leech off of another player yeah. very easily. Which... You would not really have to move at all in the game. Because if you stay one uh, one movement away, away from, from the dive site yeah. and they dive, you get sucked into that dive site. Right. Now you don't and then get... you've got a handful of cards because right. you didn't use any for your movement. Right. You don't get the advantage of having any of the bonuses right. from that site, but you still... But if you get a handful of cards, you, you don't a handful need that of bonus. Cards, you don't need the bonus. Yep, and it exactly. worked out great for Randy. Yep. And he I mean, he us. annihilated he us in that game. Us. Yeah. So, it was still... Again, another reason the game rated as high as it did is because even if you get killed, you still have fun. Yep. Um, but the... And then the other thing that I had was a little bit irritating that the, the silver and the gold gems were very close in color. Oh, yeah. That was annoying. And so when you're pulling out the gems, you know, someone across the table is like, oh, that's gold. Nope, that's and a silver. The, and at the angle I was at, I was the one saying, oh, there's a gold. Yep. Nope, that's a silver. Well, boy. And you have to look really close because it is just a faint difference, difference between yeah. the two. Yeah, so... Blue, Other than that, I, I really like the components, the artwork. For me, I'm going to go ahead and give it an, an average Joe. See, I would go to Smoking Joe on it because I... But I've only played it once. you played it three yeah, played times it now. Three times, yeah. And I really enjoyed the game. It is one I would consider putting into my collection, but I do know enough people who have it now that I might not. Okay. So so that was Deep Blue by Days of Wonder. And Days of Wonder does a good job oh, in most of their, their games. games. Yeah. Yep. Components are always pretty high class. All right, so the next day we played Claim, which is a little two-player game from Deepwater Games. That was a fun one. And that is just a fin, uh, fun little quick ta- uh, trick-taking trick game. game yep. uh, artwork was really awesome. Yeah. Very hilarious. And then there's just special just little power-ups or special player abilities for different cards. Yeah. And so this this kind of had a unique mechanic. Yeah, I, it's nothing I'd ever run across before in a trick-taking game. I think at the beginning of it, the first round... You get 13 cards to start with. Something like that, yeah. Or anyway, you're vying for cards that you flip yep. to add to your team to play the next half, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yes. And then the second half of the game, you're playing you're using with that. those cards yeah. to take a trick so yep. that you get your, so you have the most number of certain factions. Right. And whoever has the most of that faction wins that group's loyalty. Whoever has the highest loyalty claims the kingdom. Yep. If I remember right, the theme is on the game was yep. a while back. I liked it quite a bit. I did too. I I gave it an average, Joe. Uh, that's, I think, where if I remember correctly from the last time we talked about this in the Lost podcast. Yeah. I think I gave it an average, Joe, as well. Uh, I liked it. After that, we played Claim 2. Yeah, which was also which very fun. Had from Deepwater Essentially games well. the exact same game. Different factions. Yep. With different powers. I think only one of them was a power that affected you during the first part of it. The rest of them were all for the second part. But still, pretty cool little game. And with that, you can combine Claim 2 with yep. Claim and make it a 3- and 4-player game. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. You can, And it's got a lot of replayability with the different factions. And they're actually working on three more versions of Claim. Nice. So, And, of course, Average Joe for the Claim 2 as well, yep. in my opinion. as well. Um in Claim 2, I believe it had uh, gnomes, though. Gnomes and a dragon, and I forget yeah. what the other stuff so, was. It was a high average Joe for me, yeah, just because the characters the were a little cooler. Because of the gnomes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we played 
Jixi Academy. Jaija. Jaija Academy. Jaija. J-A-I-X-I-A Academy. Jixia or Jaija. But yeah, I, it was. We have an, problems with letters. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, basically, the same game as Hanamakoji. Hanamakoji. Where you're but trying to get the male influence. versions. Yeah. In this game, you're trying to get the influence of soldiers. Yep. And so you Hanamakoji is a geishas. Yes. But basically, you want to have the higher number of influence per soldier you get. And I think if you get the first one, you get three. So four, maybe. I don't remember. It was, it was fun. It was a good game. Um, didn't have to play Hanamakoji after we played that, I guess. We could have. But didn't have to. Uh, but like I say, this is all, other than the artwork, I think the mechanics of the game are exactly the same. So, either Jaija Academy or Hanamakoji. Uh, what did you rate that one? I gave it a Joe Mama. Yeah, I think um, I was probably between a Joe Mama and an average Joe. But I mean, I, I do like the game. Yeah, it's just I enjoyed Hanamakoji more, and I know it's the same game. Yeah, but I like the artwork of the geishas better than yeah. the the soldiers. See, in... I never, never played Hanamakoji. I um, haven't, weirdly enough. Yeah, and I, I have either. the cool metal coins. I know, but I, yeah, I mean, it's it's a game that I, it's one of those kind of the definition of a game I play if somebody asks me. It to is play a it. two player game. It's a good filler game. So it's if you're the two odd people out when everybody else is already playing a four or five player game, it does have interesting artwork. Yeah, the mechanics pretty simple. You're winning um, the favor of the seven scholars. Oh, scholars, not yep. soldiers. Yeah, I read that incorrectly. But yeah, I like it. It's just for me, it's a Joe Mama. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, probably in that two player same. game. Probably between Joe Mama and average Joe. Yeah. So I would play it if if I was if there was a group of six and they were already playing a four player game. But weirdly enough, we're going to give away a copy of that today. Yeah. And I mean, you might like it better than we do. Yes. So it's a sealed copy. Or if you're a two player game person you will like this question either way it's a free game and you should get it yeah so just email us and say you want uh jaja academy jaja <laughs> we could do a we could do a jaja uh, gabor well i was trying to think of a i was trying to think of something that was green acres related but i can't remember could do the arnold the pig noise but probably not i wonder if anybody even knows what the hell green acres is i do it's listening i know you do I suppose. Wow. Me, what, what, what do you I mean suppose, by you do? Well, because you I like, know you do because you're old. you're old. Yeah. That's why I know what Green Acres I watched it when it ran originally, more than likely. Uh, I would just Son, say. Son, I was in it originally. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I would say, what's, what was the name of the people? What are the characters in that? Cal uh, darn it. Who did uh, what the name of the characters? It was Arnold, of course, the pig. Arnold Ziffel. Maybe just say Arnold. Just email Arnold Ziffel. There we go. Arnold Ziffel. Tom's favorite character in the show was Arnold. Arnold Ziffel. And so there we go. Arnold Ziffel, and you'll be entered and in to win. Here's the other deal. If you don't something know something Academy. Yep. <laughs> Academy. Yep. And if you don't know what Green Acres is, do yourself a favor and look it up on MeTV or YouTube or something. It's pretty fun. It's yep. pretty fun. I liked it. It's a good right. show. So, so there's the, the secret phrase for game. email for the free game. We had was Trial of the Temples, and this was the sequel to Mystery of the Temples. Yeah, and so this was a larger version of Mystery, I feel, but with added components. Yeah. So you had the night and day version. Yeah, which I enjoyed that mechanic. You had the the rondel. I like that. Um, and then you get the cool gems. 
The gems, and then you had well, the, your trials. Yeah, the gems the, were pretty similar to the gems in the other one in uh, Mysteries of the Temple, but don't take this away from me. They're amazing. They are amazing. Okay. I didn't say they weren't amazing. I just said they're about the same as the other one. Okay. So I, I really liked it. I think it was a fun game. Yeah. A lot of cool pieces. Um, it took everything that mystery was and made it better and yeah. added to it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I would say uh, for sure an average Joe, and maybe kind of a high average Joe. It's one I'd play again, for sure. I really liked it. I gave it a smoking Joe. Yep. I think I remember that you doing that last time. Yes. Yeah. In I the I Lost was... episode. Yes. Lost <laughs> episode. Land of the Lost. Another old show. Yes. I remember that one, too. Yeah. Okay. Again, I watched Because I'm old. I watched it when it came out originally. All right. Uh, so that was Trial of the Temples. And then the last one in that series was Realm of Sand. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that game. Yeah. That game. It was okay. I feel like if we played it again, I mean, you you got a better understanding now. I do. I do. It was a very puzzly game. Yeah. And you're trying to take these Tetris pieces yeah. and then put them on your, <laughs> your forward and try to match up the colors of the squares in a certain pattern so you build the cards, yeah. which are the, the buildings. Yeah. It was okay. I. It yeah. was completely different than the other Way two games in the series. Way different than the other games in the series. Thematically, I mean, thematically they were all a little bit, yeah. I mean, it really, yeah. truly, they were a little yeah. lengthy, but, um, This one was really not my favorite game. I mean, you may have figured that out. You may have picked that up from the tone. The yeah. A little bit, but... Um, Seems like you get a case I of the yips. I did not do well in that game. No, you some, did not. I had some issues with figuring out because, and part of this is the board's problem. It is the board's problem that, and it you became can, your problem. You can, yeah, yeah, but you can only keep <laughs> only keep your pieces within a certain part of the board, and it's hard to tell the difference sometimes. It is. It's so very uh, so. You got a shaded area which you cannot build in unless you have that ability to build in those. Yeah, and so that shaded to the non-shaded is a very it's slight really difference. Kind of like the yeah. gray and the gold and deep yeah, blue. exactly. So, but yeah, so wasn't my favorite game. I did not do real well in it. The rules were also not very clear. They were not clear at all. Um, uh, a pretty what's the second one again? Joe Mama? Joe Mama. Pretty Joe Mama game for me. I also gave it Joe Mama. Yeah. And I mean, not, it was definitely not, of the three games in the series of the Temples, Yeah, it was my least favorite. Good news, we're not giving that one away. Yet. <laughs> Yet. We probably will. <laughs> and again, because we don't like it that well, doesn't mean you might but not like it. But great news is we're going to give a copy of Mysteries of the Temple, or Mystery of the Temples, away. Which I actually enjoyed. Yes. That's the first one. This is the right? first one. Yeah. yeah. So you got a rondelle as well. You're trying to organize your gems in a certain pattern to cash in on the the cards. To yep, make. to pick up cards, pay for cards that yep. give you points, yeah. You're going to fuse the crystals in the correct order, release the powerful magic within, break the dark curses. Yeah, that was a fun game. I enjoyed That was the first one we played in yes. that series. And it was probably my favorite of the three. Wow. Yeah. More I than like, the second one, huh? Yeah, I like the second one quite a bit, but it, I like this one more, I think, in the long run. So we're going to so. give that away, and uh, I think all we need for that is uh, start the plane. Start the plane, that's right, yeah. Indiana yeah. Jones. So for that, for Mysteries of the Temples, start the plane, start the plane, in the email, if you want that game. If you want them both, both, both phrases are fine. Yep. Uh, you can enter into more than one with the same yeah. email. 
Arnold Ziffel so, or start the plane so far. Yep. We do have a third game to give away. We'll figure that one out. Yes. Every month, Unbox and Game is giving away $1,000 worth of board games, and I'm going to go over the multiple ways you can enter and how it works and what you can win. First, let's go over the ways you can enter. There are three ways you can enter. You can sign up for, the, for one of their membership programs and get automatic entries every single month, as well as other benefits such as VIP gift cards to their online store and automatic entries into all of their single game board game giveaways. The VIP gift card is a member benefit I want to go over in a little more detail. Every month you're an active VIP member, you will receive a VIP gift card up to $15 depending on your membership level. So let's say you are a Platinum VIP member and get a $15 VIP gift card. You can use that card on anything you want on their site. Now, for the best part, any unused balance carries over from month to month and is added to your new VIP card you get emailed to you. The second way you can enter is by shopping at their store, unboxinggame.com. You can pick up some board game merchandise from them and get one entry for every dollar you spend. A few examples are like shirts, pins, stickers, drink coasters, a lot of things. Lastly, you can mail in an entry. Details are on the official rules on their website. Now let's discuss how this sweepstakes works. Every month after drawing, after the drawing period ends, all entries are sent to a third-party sweepstakes administrator who makes sure all the entries are eligible and then randomly selects a winner. Next, Unboxing Game notifies the winner, who then gets a $1,000 gift certificate to Cool Stuff Inc., Card House, or Game Nerds. Then the winner goes on a $1,000 shopping spree at one of those online stores, picking up $1,000 worth of board games of their choice. Finally, Unboxing Game does the whole thing over again next month. So what are you waiting for? Get your entries in today and secure your chance to win. Alright, so then we played Knock Knock Jr. And this one you did not I play. I did not play this. You played but with kid, I played right? with Kathleen. And Jess, and this is, so I went up to uh, the Fire Nice convention, which is one of the two conventions that I got to go to this year, before, before you know. Corona. Yep, before. Bye, Corona. All hell Sorry. broke loose. Too soon, too soon for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, little, a little too okay. soon. Right. Um, so anyway, this was up in uh, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, right on Lake Michigan, and a uh, very cool little convention. They've been going for 20 plus years. Are you tearing up right now? No. Okay. You seem bit, like you are. A little bit. Yeah, okay. Um, the hey, next right. year if you want to go, I'll take you. should be at a convention right now. Um, it's actually about the same distance as uh, Geekway. Uh, Geekway, yeah. yeah. Eight so, hours. But that one's in January, I believe it is. Yeah, okay. So, But if you want to go, I'll definitely take well, you. We'll see. Because yeah, we'll I got this. I stay at this uh, little place, Lighthouse Inn, oh, okay. right on the, the lake. Oh, and that'd it's, be cool. Oh, it's, oh, it's amazing. That'd be cool. Especially uh, when it's wintertime and you got the ice that just comes right up to your window. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really cool. No, I mean, it's a beautiful place. Uh, so anyway, I, I met this guy that did a Kickstarter for Schrodinger's Cat. A little mint tin game. And then he also had Knock Knock and Knock Knock Jr. Well, Knock Knock and Knock Knock Jr. were Uno-type games. Only difference is is you have, instead of just all being numbers... You have things like touch nose or do moose antlers oh, yeah, or yeah. slap the table in front of you or stuff like that. And so the Knock Knock Jr. is a little bit more uh, fun kid artwork. And then the Knock Knock is is more for grown-ups, but 
teenager kind of. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not, it's not adult car- theme. It's not cards but, against humanity. Yeah, but it's it's more fun artwork, but not uh, like the ages five and below. Right. So anyway, Kathleen just absolutely loved this. She loved the moose antlers. Uh, she liked touching her nose. And so she she really, really loved this game. She would definitely give it like a Joe Almighty. Yep. Um, we played it quite a few times that night. I really enjoyed it. I'd give it an average Joe. Good. So yeah. just the junior version alone. Yeah. So that was Knock Knock Junior. That would be fun. Uh, then we played Gorus Maximus. Yeah. I like that game. That was a good one. That's by That's, Inside Up Games. Yep. Another one with um, its trick-taking game basically yep. again. Uh, with some unique mechanics, some powers to your to your uh, suits. Your your uh, Trump can change in the middle of the game. Yep. What do they call? They don't call it Trump though. They call it something else. Yeah, it's Trump in that. I thought they had different names for that. Because uh, your the when you, the card you lead is Mastery? called something. No, I don't remember. We'd have to look at the rules again. Yeah. But it's pretty good. But it's basically Trump. It is essentially so. Trump. I mean, you lead a suit, you're supposed to follow that suit, but if you can't, you, you play the Trump. It's just yep. like a regular old trick game. But if the Trump changes, if you match the number of, if somebody plays a five-something and you play a five-something else and you're out of Trump, that changes the Trump to whatever the second person plays. But if a person plays that suit, you have to follow that you suit have to unless follow you suit have that, unless, unless you, you don't have any of that can't. card. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only time you can actually change it. Unless you have, otherwise you have to play your card, and even right. if it's a smaller card and you don't want to play it, you yeah, just, well, yeah, you, you have it's to. like any so, trick game, so yep. Which sometimes is an advantage because what is it? Eights, I think that were worth yes. negative points. God. <laughs> and we didn't were bad. Figure, first time we played it, we didn't figure that out. Oh, I did. I you I, did not. I did not. And so no. I'm thinking, I'm just taking whatever I can take, thinking yeah. it's going to be good. good and I think deal. you ended up with all of them. I had all the eights. Yeah, not good. Which is a like negative twenty points. points. I think it was twelve. But was yeah. it? Yeah, because there's four eights. Negative four. So that'd be sixteen. Yeah. Okay, sixteen points, negative sixteen. Yeah, yeah it did not work good. out for you. Well did for not you. work out well, well for me, but it was still a really fun game. Very fun, very cool. We played with the deluxe edition, which had the gold foil, oh, and so the pretty. the gladiator sword, and Damn. then it had cool poker chip yep. uh, for the crowd favor. Yep, because that's what you're essentially doing. You're trying to win trying rounds to, win. to get crowd favor. First, First one to three, three crowd favorite wins. wins. And you can adjust that yeah. to your whatever and game the length. Gladiator sword basically when Trump changes you. Move the gladiator sword right. to the. There's a card that shows you different factions, and that's the Trump. Yeah, and then we. Um, I I was trying to find the promos that I ordered. Yeah, and I could not, so we just played the game. We just anyway. played the base game without but, man bear pig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I gave. I would give that one a smoking joke. Yeah, it was I really smoking, like it. I love Joe the artwork. Sure. The artwork was just fantastic, yeah. and it was hilarious. Cute artwork, um, thematic artwork. Yes. Uh, Gory, very, <laughs> very brutal. Maximus Gorus. Yep. I mean, yep. Gorus Maximus. So yeah. So I give that a smoking Joe. What'd you give? Smoking Joe. Yeah, All right. Definitely a smoking Joe. I would definitely recommend checking that one out. Yep. Inside Up Games. They do have a sale going on to help out the economy, kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's a pretty good game. And it was it was fast shipping too. Yep. I liked um, it. I, they're in Canada, but it was really weird because it shipped out from North Dakota, well, which is just real right quick for us because it's yeah. South Dakota here. Yep. We're in the Dakotas. Dakotas. <laughs> uh, next one we played was Fantastic Factories. I like this game. Uh, Kim really liked it last night too. We yep. played. We played we it after you left. Game yep. again, yeah. Um, so you've got your dice that are workers. Yep. Which is one of my favorite mechanics. Very cool in the game. dice. By Why the way. I like Euphoria so well. <laughs> yes. Um, awesome components. The the boards are inset. <laughs> the cards are really nice. 
Uh, rules <coughs> are super easy. This is really easy. Rules. Great game. You're yeah. just you're building a factory. Yeah, it's you're, a tableau game. Engine building. First to twelve factories, I think. It's ten factories ten, or twelve, okay. resources. 12 resources. Ends yeah. the game, and then there's one additional round after that. Yep. So, and, and then you uh, just count up your points. Yeah, it's an engine builder. Essentially. Or 12, 12 goods, not resources. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. It's a it's essentially an engine builder, yep. but uh, with you, with worker placement that are dice. Yep. You can get cards that you can instead of playing them on the player board that you have, you can use the card to play the yep. dice. So you got your contractors. Yep. And you've got your blueprints. So you got your yeah. buildings. You got your base uh, factory. Which is your mind, your energy, and getting more and blueprints. Cards, yeah. And then you've got the first first initial part of the game is you're picking a card. And the so, tension the tension comes from the fact that in order to purchase a worker, you have to have a card of a certain symbol yep. that that worker is under. But you also need a card of yeah the contractors. But you also need if you want to build a blueprint, you have to have the symbol that's on the card. Correct. And and plus whatever resources. Well, basically, it costs you two cards to play a card. Yeah, basically. Because you're playing that card, so but you, you have, also have to discard. You a card have to make a decision time. between purchasing power or building power, and it's really cool. The tension's great. If you card. don't have cards, <clears throat> yeah, you're you're not going to do anything. No. So that one for me was a smoking joke. I would play that one again probably, and I would have played it again last night, but I had other. I was otherwise. You engaged. were on the fence about it. I was setting. I, you, up. you were trying to set me up for it, but I had to be. I was <laughs> on did. a time frame. Yep, you had a so, friend you were beating. Yeah, so, so it, uh, I wish I could have played it, but I couldn't. But I liked it a lot. Hey, it's not like I'm getting rid of the game. You True. can play it. I okay, can play stop it again. crying. You can play it again. All right, yeah. it's not Geekway. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Why do you do this? I don't. Know. <laughs> I miss it. Uh, so I give that one uh, a smoking Joe as well. Yeah, I really like the components. I like the gameplay. I like the ease of the rules. It was very easy to teach. Yeah. So it was really the rules were really simple. So um, then we played Everdell. So I you love played Everdell. this before. This is I, the first time I played it. I thought we no we unboxed it. We unboxed right? it. Yeah. Because yeah. I I got Everdell on Kickstarter. That was one of the. I also that's one of the last Kickstarters that I did up until we see about Chai Tea, was the Pearlbrook expansion which I didn't bring over but yeah we played your copy of it. <clears throat> uh, really fun game. Uh, tableau building, absolutely resource love the bits management, in this game. worker placement. It's weird because when you first start the game, you get two workers. Yes, and it, it's like, well, what the hell do I do with two guys? I'm gonna can't be, do much with that. Yeah, I'm going to be done. Well, if it turns out you can do a lot because yeah. you get resources with the guys. The guys help you build cards. Cards help you get more cards. Um, when you change seasons, and, and it's asymmetrical in, in how it ends. Basically, if one person can be done before everybody else, I, I mean, you could get done when I'm still in my second season. And yep. then I've got two more seasons to play, and you're sitting there watching us play. Yeah. But it's just a beautiful game. You're a monster. I am sometimes. Yep. But in this case, I think we all ended pretty close to the same time. So. Yeah. Because we and played a four-player game. I did win. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was that helped. Um, the first time I ever played the game, I did not win. Oh. I've actually played it three times that I can think of. Second time I played. First time I played it, I think I came close. Second time I got killed. This time I actually won it. But kind of knew what I was doing this time too. So I think it's one of those games where if you, the more you play it, the better idea you have of strategies to develop. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the game a lot. Otherwise, I wouldn't have probably kickstarted. But it's it goes back to why I initially started kickstarting stuff because the components are really cool. They have this tree that you put together that holds things, and it's yeah, awesome. The tree is very cool. Yeah, so that's why I had to get it. But 
Uh, what did you give that one? Or what would you like it, first uh, of all? I, I really liked it. I love the components. Well, it fits into the your... The little berries were so yeah. cool. Oh, the, the amber is neat. The, yep. The sticks are cool. Just very, very cool components yeah. in the game. The, and if, the gameplay is... It is is a lot of fun. Fits into the style that you like, which is kind of yep. engine building, yep. worker placement type stuff. I would give that one a smoke and Joe. I and I I'm, think it, the more I play it, it might go up. Yeah, I'm between a smoke and Joe and a and a what's the Joe Tacular and Joe Tacular. Yeah, I'm it's a high smoke and Joe for me, or a low Joe Tacular, one of the two. Uh, it it has potential to rise as well the more we play it, because like I said, I think it's one of those games that as you play it, you can. You can decide on a strategy to start with, but it's fairly easy to change strategies in the middle of the game. So, you know, if something's not working, you can just go, okay, i got to try something different and still do well. I really enjoy the game a lot. So Everdale's one of my favorites that we played. Okay. Uh, did you play anything else? I know, uh, like, we played last night, um, we played Ad Astra. Yeah. Oh, what did you, yeah, I played Ad Astra a lot. Yes, it's actually one of the game. It's one of the first... Game with quote marks on it. Games that I ever played. Uh, it's a lot of resource management. Um, you compared it to an easier, easier version, lighter of weight, of, yeah. very lighter weight of Eclipse. Um, really enjoy the game, and there's a reason I really like this particular version of it. Um, basically, you're you're exploring solar so systems. Points wise, last night, I don't know who somebody had more points. won. Who had more points? Would be me. Yeah, how many points did you have? Uh, like 49. And Kim had... 47. And how many did I have? Or no, no. Uh, you had more than 49. Yeah. You, had you were at like 40-something. You were 40... Yeah, 42. I was at 42. Uh, yeah, I had like... I had two points more than Kim, and we were like 10 points ahead of you. Yes. Yeah. And she was... <laughs> <laughs> she, she was a little irritated. She's like, oh, you you beat me. And Bye. then you were like... No, Wait a minute. No, what I said, am I at? I said, what, what's my point count? She says 42, and I said, okay, and I flipped a card over. Yep. And it was a card I drew, I think, one of the very first turns I had. If you go to an alien planet, you draw a card. And the first card I drew was a card that said, if you score exactly 42 points, you Which, win. weirdly enough, you guys had steered me away from the alien no, planet. So you're like, well, I, I, did, I don't know if I'd do that I for did the first not. time. I did not. And nine times out of ten, those aliens. And I took a hell of a chance. You did. Because trying to get to exactly off. 42 points is hard. But the last card I played was points that got me to exactly 42. If I had not done the scoring option of the the one type, yeah, I would you not would not there. have won. No, I would not have. But Kim would have. Yeah. But I had uh, like 16 you, yeah. of the, the, the junk, the yeah. rubble. Yep. And so I was like, well, I'm going to do this. But that got you right where you needed to go. It got me right where I had to be, yes. which is so, perfect. So I, really I liked it. it. Um, I would like to play it again. Yeah. Right now, I would give it a high average Joe. See, and I'm I'm up at a, at a honestly, I think I'm at a high, high smoking Joe. Maybe a low Joe-tacular. Wow. I've played it a lot of times. Right. I really enjoy the game. Um be honest, if I had to pick between Eclipse and Ad Astra, I'd pick Eclipse because I like the complexity of Eclipse. But if I had to pick any other space game, I'd probably pick Ad Astra. Yeah, I can see the the ease of getting that one to the table. Yeah, it's and it's really cool components. I can't remember who put that game out. If only we had the knowledge of the world at our fingertips. But we don't. Um, and the thing is, if I look up Ad Astra, you know what it's going to find. It's going to find that Matt Damon movie. Oh, yeah. It's not going to find the game, so... 
Uh, I can't remember who puts it out, but if it's only a, there was a website where you could look yeah, up board games. And I don't, I don't have that on my phone. That's oh. fast enough to find it. So. <laughs> um, I could actually look it up as Ad Astra board game. That would work. Oh, my kid sent me a text. Well, that's that can be cut. I don't care. No, we're gonna keep that in. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We're keeping it raw. So anyway, um, that was Ad Astra. I I would give Ad that Astra one board game. A uh, like I said, a high average Joe. I would need to play it a few more times. You played it a ton. I have played it quite so. a bit. I like it a lot. I'm just finding the publisher here in a second. And then last night I played after you left. I played Fantastic Factories again with yep. Kim, and then I played uh, Santa Monica. Santa Monica. And she really yeah. liked both of those, and those were both on her list to check out. And it sounded like she was gonna get them. So, oh, it's a Bruno Fatality game. Okay, or Faduti. Bruno Faduti. Uh, publisher's Nexus Ed- Editrice. And it's a five plus game. Or, or right. five it's a five player game. But yeah, it's, Oh, I also picked uh, up a new Welcome to play. Oh yeah, you did, and you also so got the expansions. Too. This was kind of an interesting story. Um Meeple Movers. Very cool company. Check them out. They're online. It's a small company, kinda of like uh um Deepwater Games, they're a smaller company. They ship all their stuff in house. So anyway, they were gonna send me a playmat um Oh, what was it? The Welcome Two, yeah, for the Halloween. Yep. And uh, I was just gonna get get another one of those. I've got the the zombie version, the Outbreak. Mm-hmm. I've got the normal, and I got the Halloween. So I figured get get another one. Yeah, <laughs> and they were out. Oh. And right away, he sent me an email apologizing for it, and sent the order over to Deep Water Games, and then. Again, apologized again for not having it, and they want the highest quality service, and they they got it out right away. But then he refunded me my money. Oh wow! Because he was so apologetic for not having it when their website said they did, so they end up refunding my money, even though I still got it. And I said, "Don't don't refund my money. All I want is the playmat. So just, yeah. just send me the playmat. I'm cool with it. I mean, he still got me the product. He went above and beyond. Went to the the parent company." Got the playmat sent out, and then it still went even farther, and refunded the money. So oh, Meeple wow. Movers, yeah. definitely check them out. Definitely they're a cool company, and they have, I think they're getting more of the Halloween playmats in. Okay. So for the Welcome to, and if you're a completionist like I am, yeah, <laughs> same. The playmats are really cool for the playmats setup. are pretty neat. They're, so they help you set it up a lot. So. Oh, another game that that Kim would like to check out is your favorite Welcome to Island Dice. Las oh. Vegas. Oh, yeah, I like that game. No, I didn't. Yeah, I told her that. I said you were not a big fan of that. Well, and it's not that I didn't like it. I just didn't. There's a lot more going on. It's so complicated for such a fairly simple game. I'm not a fan of you having to flip or either have two sheets. Yeah, I That's, did not. It just seems like a lot. Well, and then it seems like you have goals that almost are counterproductive of other goals. Or if yeah. you forget, like, the damn golf cart. Golf course. Oh thing. yeah, the golf courses. Man, I just seems like they just sit in the shadows. Yeah, and then you forget, and you just well, I gotta fill this in, and then you realize, oh, and I just screwed myself on the golf courses. So. Like the shadows of Kyoto. Oh yeah, Didn't yeah. Forgot we're giving that away too. Hey, we're gonna give a game away. So this is the third game that we're gonna give away. I know it seems like a lot of games we're giving away, but oh well. Uh, we like our listeners, yeah. And so we want you guys to have some fun. Uh, shadows in Kyoto. We have actually reviewed this game. Um, we t- we explained a little bit, so I'll go over the the box description. If you want to know a little bit more about it, listen to one of our previous podcasts. 
this is new story of geishas in Hanamakoji. So this is the Hanamakoji kind of storyline. The Anawaban, a group of undercover spies, battles the Meiji government up and down the famous street Hanamakoji in Kyoto. As the commanders, the players must secretly gather key intelligence from opponent while protecting their own interests. It's a two-player game. You get cool little components, the little uh, little geisha meeples, uh, one in each person's color, and you're just—it's kind of a little bit like chess or checkers. You're trying to um, attack the other person, take them prisoner. Numbers on your geisha's backside will tell you whether you outnumber the other person or not. If you do, you hold them prisoner. If you capture two of their uh, special agents, then I, I believe that's the win conditions. Or if you if you capture so many uh, different of the agents, then you also win. There's also an advanced version which gives them special powers. Uh, so this is this is a pretty good game. They haven't played this one. No, you had not. I played this one with Randy. Okay. Um, but I do still have a copy. But we are giving one away. So, I would say the phrase for Shadows in Kyoto is, I'm a shadow in the night. I'm a shadow in the night. So we've got Arnold Ziffel for Zhaizhia Academy. Yep. We've and I think got, we're just going to keep switching the name up every time we say it. Yeah, I think Zhaizhia <laughs> is what I kind of remember from the playthrough we watched because we were trying to figure the game out. Yep. And then Mysteries of the Temples is Start the Plane from uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. And then Shadows in, in the, the night. night for Shadows in Kyoto. Yep. So email those phrases in whatever order you want to enter uh, for whichever game you want or all three games if you want them all three. Yep. No guarantee you'll win all three, but you'll be entered for all three. Yep. And a special shout-out to one of our listeners, uh, Robert. We really appreciate your emails. Yeah. Uh, we Thank really you. appreciate listening, and uh, keep them coming. And we're back. So. Yep. Oh, did we talk about who won? Oh, yeah. We had winner of Herbalism. We, we did on our Lost podcast. Oh, the Lost podcast. Yeah, Jeremy Skirdla. One herbalism, and it should be there tomorrow. Yeah. So if you're listening, it should be there on Monday. So I got all of our promos sent out. I've got all of our, our past winners sent out. Took me a little bit, but, you know, i got to try to find time for, yeah, for, you know, for sending work. stuff out. Yeah, you got to find time to Mostly work. I just try to find time to make it to a store that's open <laughs> so I can send things out. And, and that, that becomes a little difficult. becoming an issue, yeah, with the so, stuff going on. So, uh, But I think things are starting to open up a little bit. Well, keep in mind with that, though, that this isn't done. I mean, still social distance. If you feel like wearing a mask, I would consider wearing a mask. I do probably. A lot of stores make it a requirement. Yeah, I, I went into Hot Topic. They made you wear a mask. I've been into... Uh, uh, what was the other uh, two places I was in that made you wear a mask? Oh, uh, so, Menards uh, does uh, the record store, the used record place. Um, Ernie November, no, uh, the one that has two branches. Last stop CD, last stop CD shop, yep. yeah, because they sell um, vinyls, vinyl. Well, yep. they sell rec- vinyl records, they sell movies, they video sell games, video games, comic uh, books, books on tape, role playing games. Yep, so when I went in there to look for books on CD, I had to wear a mask. Yep. So and I'm fine with that. I don't mind if, if business wants me to wear a mask. I'll wear a mask if I want to go there. If I don't want to go there, I won't go there. I mean, it's I'd thing. like to just find the the mask, Jim Carrey. That would be cool. I'd, and I just like wear that movie. <laughs> or the mask too with whoever the hell was in. Of course, that. I did pick so up a bad. mask. I yeah. picked up uh, 
the Plague Doctor mask. Oh, that's right. You did, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Well, and, and your youngest son has that uh, Groot mask. Yes. I mean, that would work. That scares you a lot. It scares me regularly. Yep. Come up beside me when I'm not looking and tap me on the shoulder. I turn on those big old Groot sitting yep. right there in front of me. It scares me. Ironically, has almost as big eyes as Gavin does. Yes. Yep. About the same Yeah, about the same. Which is why I know it's him then. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's it for today. Um, anything else? Nothing I can think of. I just uh, Tom's gonna get back on Kickstarter. Uh, maybe we'll see. We'll have to. I'm looking. To, I'm gonna investigate the chai herbal tea expansion, and we'll see if I get on it. I'll let you know. Feed the monkey. I'm not gonna feed the monkey if I can help it. <laughs> All right. Until oh, hey, 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 we gotta we gotta talk about one important thing. Okay. We're in our fourth game of Clank Legacy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we, we are. just flipped the board. Yep. To the underworld. So we're looking forward to that. Yep. That should be a lot of fun. That is a heck of a legacy game. Yep. It you painted the dragon. The dragon looks I really did. amazing. You're going to paint your, your I'm figure. paint Goliath. Yep. Goliath. She's a, 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 a paladin. paladin. Yep. yep. So we'll see what kind of paint job I come up with. Next, there. I'm going to con him into painting the dwarf that I play. What's your dwarf's name again? Joe Dwarven. Joe Dwarven. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. There's a, there's a theme here. It seems like everything I do is Joe. It does seem that's the theme for yep. you, yeah. I could tell the story behind Goliath, why I named the character Goliath. Let's let's hear it. Well, basically, when I played D&D back in the day, I had a paladin named Goliath who conquered hell. Whoa. Uh, if you listen to his version of it, he conquered hell all on his own. Oh. He was the storyteller of the group. He was a little less than, not necessarily honest. I mean, what he told was the truth, but he embellished it a little bit. Oh, just a to, little bit. To... Uh, Burnish his legacy, let's put it that way. I conquered hell all by myself. I don't think he ever said that. The other all 87 people were outside waiting for me. If I remember correctly, and I did actually find the stories that I did a while back, but if I remember correctly, he didn't actually ever say he did it by himself. He oh. just stopped at I conquered hell. That's where the sentence would end. Period. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Seems what pretty. What you decide to draw from that was your decision. Seems like he's the dude. So. When I saw this was a paladin, I had to name it Goliath, and I yep. didn't care if it was a female or a male character. Didn't Doesn't really matter. Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So that's my Goliath. Story. It works for you. We're going to play the next game of it. On Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Yep. So we'll we also play Chai. It. Oh, yeah. We'll and then after chai. we get done with this, we'll probably, I mean, after we get done with our legacy, we're going we're we're gonna, to gonna go into Clank and Space. Oh, okay. And we check out all the cool span- expansions. It's yeah, still sitting fun. sealed, which we could do an unboxing for. Oh, we could. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to do that next time. So if you like our podcast, uh, join our Facebook group, Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Where you will see some unboxings. Yes. And occasionally you'll see Every once in a while do a giveaway. Something and maybe a giveaway. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can join our Facebook page. Yep. Uh, other than that, we're not on. Well, I mean, I'm on Instagram. I am not. Yeah. Nor am I on Twitter. I'm on nor Twitter am I on too. TikTok. I don't do a whole lot of that stuff just because I don't have a lot of time. But we're pretty active on the Facebook group. Facebook, we're active. Yep. And uh, we also have a website, which I will be updating hopefully with my week off. Yeah. Uh, so I'll make sure we get some updated info and pictures of Tom and me, and we'll work and on the that. Dragon. And, and the, dragon, the dragon. The dragon. Malith- Malithrex, I think. Yes. I think we should change his name to Draco. And so, whatever we Which want is to another word for dragon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's it for tonight. Until next time, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. Good night. 
Thank you all for listening. Hey, follow us on Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast and the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast group. You can follow us on Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming and on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. And you can stream a number of different videos on YouTube. You can also listen to our podcast on Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa and TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Castro, Podchaser, Pandora, and SGP Radio.